Hello and welcome to Media Canvas, a show in which I consume a piece of media and then review it. Oh boy, here we go with a change in pace. I originally put off doing this one even though I could have done it shortly after it came out. Ready Player Two was getting slammed by bad reviews and I was afraid of those reviews influencing my opinion of the book. I listened to the audiobook version like I did with Ready Player One, so it's not a matter of consuming it in a different form that changes my opinion at all here. The best part of the entire book for me was the fact that I consumed it as an audiobook. Will Wheaton is not the best narrator in the world by any means, but I've been a fan of his for many years, even though I found his character on Star Trek The Next Generation to be annoying as a whole, and many of his characters follow through with that. But he's a good actor and seems to be a nice guy. And that added to my enjoyment of the first book, and definitely helped me feel like it was worth finishing the second. Well, I don't think it's completely pertinent to compare the two books. I've found that it's a strong part about how I feel when it comes to the second book. Our plot in the second book follows up right where the previous book left off, before taking a time skip forward a short bit of time. At the beginning of the book, I was actually excited to see where things were going, though this was quickly soured, and I found that it was not only predictable, but in a lot of ways a rehash of the previous book. In Ready Player One, I found the riddles and the puzzles with references to pop culture to be captivating and intriguing, as I tried to see if there was anything I could solve first. This does not continue in Ready Player Two. The puzzles attempt to reference things, but ultimately just feel arbitrary when compared to the underlying idea that we are being given through this story. Ernest Klein failed in his second story not because his idea was bad as far as I'm concerned, but because he got caught up in the frenzy that the first book generated when a movie was made. He very likely had more to tell in this universe before the movie generated all the hype and was working on it, but felt pressured to rush the second installment and failed to take his time following through on the idea he had. I might just be grasping at straws there because I wanted something better and didn't get it, but it is how I felt when I finished the book and how I still feel now a little while removed. In the first book, I did not like Wade as a character, but I did not actively hate him. The second book almost immediately takes steps that pushes him into being a character that I hate. Making the reader dislike your main character so strongly from the get-go is not a good way to keep people interested. The secondary characters all fall extremely flat in this story, even compared to how lackluster they were in the first book, quickly falling back on tropes and stereotypes that push them into being boring characters only there is individuals for Wade to interact with in order to create drama and progress the story. This is a huge disappointment. 
Well, they were flat. Artemis and H were strong individual characters with good representation. I felt could have more done things to improve the story going forward if we got more at the end of the first book. That is sadly not what happened. They did not get the further character development growth and limelight they deserved. So after watching the book get slammed by other reviews right after it came out, I was nervous to read it without ever actually looking into why the reviews were so negative. Sitting a fair bit of time to separate myself from the negativity surrounding the book when it was released, I have found that I still feel the same way I did after reading it. Looking forward to the book probably only added to my dislike, and it makes me wonder if the only reason I enjoyed the first one was because of the pop culture references and nostalgia. I don't think the books are so bad as to be something to completely disregard if you like the idea of an immersive virtual reality and what stories might come with such a technology. But I cannot actually recommend them to people at this point. Maybe the first book, but I'm not reviewing that book. I could probably complain about some more things that would spoil the book, but I felt it was important to keep my reviews at least semi-spoiler free. And at the end of the day, it's just going to be repeats of the broader things I've already covered here. So considering that, I have to give Ready Player 2 a 2 out of 5. Oh, there's my first non-high regarded review for the series. And starting with this one and going forward into future reviews, I'm going to try and put them all out on the first of the month. So the next one should be April 1st. And I will try and continue that going forward, leaving room for maybe an occasional one sometime in the middle of those uh, guaranteed episodes and reviews. If you would like to follow me on social media and or YouTube or elsewhere on the internet, I can be found under the username Dame Kage. D-A-M-E-K-A-G-E. Until next time.